What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Prince Chooks, and I'm back with another podcast. Now, I know I haven't been on here for some time. You guys, please excuse me. I have been personally dealing with some issues, but now I'm fully back. And this discussion is going to be talking about the NBA trades that have been happening this offseason with big trades happening, Boston Celtics, Phoenix Suns, Washington Wizards, and so on and so forth. Here's the scoop on what you need to know. Stay tuned. What's good, everybody? So this episode, we're going to be talking about the trades that have been happening so far um, in the NBA. Um, But before we get into that, shout out to the Denver Nuggets um, for winning the championship. I know I didn't get the time to talk about them and just genuinely being able to just go out there, give it their all. Shout out to Jamal Murray. Shout out to Jokic. Jokic being finals MVP, beating the Miami Heat in five games. They have really proven to be that team in the NBA, and Jokic is currently making his statement as one of the greatest senders to ever play the game. Now, honestly, it's really, really, really beautiful to see you know, his emergence as just a player from being the 41st pick in the 2014 NBA draft to being a two-time league MVP and now winning a championship and winning finals MVP. He's just currently you know, stacking up his resume and I'm just personally happy to be able to witness him and his growth, his success throughout the last nine years. So shout out to him. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets franchise also for being for winning their first championship in franchise history. Shout out to Jamal Murray. And again, you know, just kudos to that franchise and kudos to that team for being able to really prove a lot of people wrong. You know, like I said initially on some of my former podcasts, the Denver Nuggets are a team to you don't sleep with them. Just don't, don't go to bed with them. like don't sleep on them i've been saying that man they have really just been proving every single like series every single game that they deserve to be here they deserve to be here that 2020 wasn't just a fluke they deserve to be here and they proved it so they're the team to beat next year but moving on to trades this um nba season um so far prior to the season guys i'm a little sad um i'm just gonna be honest with you like For a lot of Boston Celtics fans, I know it hit very hard when we saw the news that Marcus Smart had been traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, He's been somebody that I've been watching again since 2014. Um, He's one hell of a player. He's a player that always puts his nose, always puts his body, puts his heart on the line every single time he steps on that court. He's somebody that embodied the heart and soul of the Boston Celtics. I'm talking about it doesn't matter whether or not you're you know, you've been watching him for such a long time or if you've been only watching him for like a year, he's always going to be that guy that everybody knows. Marcus Smart. You hear that name, you just know. You know that you got a great player on your team. You know you got a guy that's going to hold you accountable. You got a guy that isn't that is willing to fight when need when need be. You know, just to stick up for his teammates, stick up for his boys, but it really hurts hard that you know he he's leaving us, but I just want to say that he is going to be in an amazing position next season. Um, It's kind of a similar situation with Tony Allen when he played for the Celtics. You know, being just a defensive juggernaut, somebody, again, who puts his nose, his heart, his soul into the game on defense and really just goes out there and plays with everything he's got. And then being a veteran player, not going onto a team 
that has a lot of young guys that need guidance. You know, guys like John Morant, guys like Desmond Bain, guys like Jaron Jackson Jr., guys that really need somebody in that locker room to be able to really get it, help them get it together so they can win, you know, get past the second round and make it to a conference final. So I'm really happy for him. I'm sad as a Celtics fan, but I'm happy for Marcus Smart to be able to officially kind of emerge into that role of being that veteran for a young team that needs that guidance. So shout out to Marcus Smart. Good luck to you, man. Love you, brother. And I'm just really hoping to see you succeed and finally be able to win a championship, man. If anybody deserves it, it's definitely you. So, yeah. So that's one trade. Another trade we're going to talk about is Bradley Beal. Now, the Washington Wizards, I'm sorry. For the last the last time, truthfully, that I can say that the Washington Wizards were somewhat of a good team was 2017. And that was when they were facing the Boston Celtics in the semifinals, back when Isaiah Thomas was the guy. That was the last time I think that they have even made the playoffs. I think that was the last time they, they truthfully made the playoffs and actually made some noise in the playoffs. So it's really sad to see that that's the you know that's the last time that the Washington Wizards have been relevant. I mean, granted, the Bradley Beal has been a great player for that franchise. John Wall, when he was you know healthy and he was still playing, was really good for that franchise. But it seems that you know the Washington Wizards have now parted ways with Bradley Beal, and he is now going to the Phoenix Suns. Where he'd be teaming up with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Now, my thing is, a lot of people are like, okay, you know, we got they got Devin Booker, you know, they got KD, and now they got Bradley Beal. Where does where do the Suns rank in terms of some of the greatest teams in the NBA? And it's like, well, they haven't even played together yet, man. So I can't honestly even say anything until they actually step foot on that court and get right. So whatever the situation is, I'm really hoping that you know. They can officially kind of get it together and figure out if this place is, you know, just a great opportunity for him to be able to flourish. Obviously, I, obviously, Bradley Beal knows that he's probably going to take a backseat role to KD and Devin Booker. But then again, if I'm being quite honest with you, it really should be Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. KD is getting a little older, man. KD still got it in him, but KD's an aging superstar. The younger guys are the Bradley Beals and the Devin Bookers, man. Those are the guys that who really have to step it up. I mean... In order for him, in order for that team to be able, if in order for that team, excuse me, to be able to repeat that finals run that they made in 2021, each and every single one of these guys knows that they have to be able to, you know, hold their own weight. Knows that they have to be able to give their all. So, quite interested to see how that's going to go. And um, yeah, I'm just wishing him the best of luck. You know, he's a great player. You know, he's boys with Jason Tatum. So, I'm honestly just kind of you know transferring that you know. Good luck to him, making sure that he's able to kind of know his role, you know, go out there and play. He's a great player, phenomenal player. Kevin Durant said it himself that Bradley Beal is more than just a scorer. That's less that I mean, that's just a that's just one way to define who he is in his game. Been watching it for some time now, and granted, I think he's really going to be a great piece for Phoenix. It's just about if Phoenix will be able to utilize him to his fullest ability. So, good luck to Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant out in Phoenix. So. I think another trade I want to talk about that got a lot of people like, what the hell? What the fuck? I think that trade truthfully was Chris Paul going to the Golden State Warriors. Now, my question to y'all is how are Chris Paul and Stephen Curry going to mesh? Granted, Stephen Curry is one of the greatest off-ball scorers in NBA history. So there's a chance that he could be moved to the two while Chris Paul plays the one. But another thing I'm thinking about is, 
Chris Paul is at the stage in his career now where I think he would probably be like a Russell Westbrook taking initially a Russell Westbrook taking that bench role like he did for the like Russ did for the Lakers last season. That'll probably where that probably makes sense where Chris Paul falls and he's able to kind of lead that second unit. Now I think if they can make that work, that would that would really make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense for them. I mean, if you have Steph Curry playing the one, you know, Klay Thompson playing the two, you got Wiggs playing the three, and if Draymond decides to opt back into his contract, he plays the four, and then you got Looney at the five, I think that could work, and it's worked for them in the past. And then you got Chris Paul coming off the bench, leading the younger guys off the bench. I think that could really make they could really make some noise. Uh, Golden State could really make some noise, but uh, you know who really knows. And then on top of that, to kind of translate over to Jordan Poole now being in the Washington Wizards, because if you guys don't know. The Phoenix Suns and the Washington Wizards had made a deal to get Chris Paul in Washington. Him and Landry Shamit left Phoenix to go to Washington. And that was initially the trade. And and then the Golden State Warriors and then the Wizards had later made a trade that sent Chris Paul over to Golden State while Jordan Poole had gone over to the Washington Wizards. So no more that Draymond and Jordan Poole beef. If y'all didn't see the video... Initially, in the beginning of the season last season, Draymond gave that man a nice little shiner, gave him a nice little knock to the head. And it's, ever since then, it hasn't been pretty. A lot of videos have surfaced of them just not being able to get along, not even able to dap each other up. And honestly, man, I just think that when you personally come at a teammate a certain way, granted, in the locker room, you know, as as teammates, we hold each other accountable. We have our fights, but we all, we always keep it respectful. You know, we always keep it, you know, we keep we keep our heads together. We keep it cool. You know what I'm saying? But when you have situations where teammates are throwing sucker punches at each other, I mean, how can you respect somebody after that, man? Especially since the video has now surfaced all over the Internet. And then where Jordan, Jordan Poole goes, that's all people can think about. This guy got punched in the head, got punched in the face by Draymond. It's not a good look, personally. But who really knows? Who really knows, man? So... All I know is that I'm hoping that Jordan Poole can flourish in Washington. I'm just hoping that a lot of the other pieces that have been acquired during free agency and during the offseason through trades are able to flourish where they are. Um, another guy's Tyus Jones, you know, a backup point guard to John Moran in Memphis, not going to Washington. I just hope that, you know, he's able to flourish too because a lot of people have said it. He is a starting point guard on any team. So I think now the Washington Wizards have a chance now to be able to build around him around Jordan Poole, and around a few other guys as well. And then also, the one thing I forgot to mention was the Celtics now have Kristaps Porzingis. Now, Kristaps Porzingis, if you guys remember, in 2015, was drafted fourth overall by the New York Knicks and was booed. I'm talking about he was booed off the stage. People were just like, what the hell? Who is this guy? Why is he here? Like, completely just dishonored and disrespected him. And literally like two seasons later, became an all-star for the New York Knicks. Just to show you that the New York Knicks sometimes don't appreciate who they got until they're gone. And that was truthfully the last all-star until uh, Julius Randle, I believe now. Julius Randle and Jalen Jay- uh, Brussel wasn't even an all-star. Julius Randle um, to be an all-star. So kind of diverting a little bit now, he's on the Celtics, and I'm hoping that that's the piece if we were able to trade Marcus Smart for Kristaps Porzingis, then I really, 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 really hope that Kristaps Porzingis is truthfully able to, you know, help the Celtics in every way they can to be able to win a championship because 
we need a championship, man. I'm just going to say it straight, straight up. I'm going to say it bluntly. The Boston Celtics need a chip. The Boston Celtics are heavily, heavily, heavily in need of a chip, man. The last time they won a chip, your boy was still in middle school, man. Like, I've been watching this team every single year since I was in high school. I can name it for you right now, man. Since like 2012. 2012, we lost in the second we lost in the first round to the New York Knicks. Bum ass team, excuse me. Excuse me, 2012 we lost to the Miami Heat in the conference finals, excuse me. 2013 we lost to the Knicks in the first round. 2014 the Celtics didn't even make the didn't even make it to the playoffs. The next year, the Boston Celtics lost in the first round to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The year after that, the Celtics lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the first round. The year after that, the Celtics were able to beat the Washington Wizards in the semis and then face the Cavs and then lost. And the, face the Cavaliers in the um, Eastern Conference Finals and lost. And then 2018, the Celtics lost to the Eastern Conference Finals champions, which were the Cavaliers again. So 2017 and 18, we lost to the Cavs back-to-back years in the in the Conference Finals. 2019, we lost in the second round to the Indiana Pacers. In 2020, we lost against the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. 2021, we lost to the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. 2022, two years ago now, we made it to the Finals for the first time in 12 years. And we lost to the Golden State Warriors. And then this year, Celtics lost to the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Guys, it's, it seems really depressing to talk about, <sighs> which is so sad. You know, I really, really, really want to see these guys. win. I think Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, these guys need a chip. I really just had hoped that they were able to do with Marcus Smart. But now that Marcus Smart's gone, y'all have to really, really, really want it now, man. So, yeah, guys. But thank you so much for sticking to my podcast. We're going to have a few more episodes on the way. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about free agency this season being so crazy, trades being so crazy. If you are an NBA fan, whether you're a casual fan that would trade Tobias Harris for a crumble cookie or a fan who's really able to analyze the game from multiple perspectives, I'm just hoping for a really great season. What's good, everybody? For more episodes like this, please follow Ward Around the NBA, available wherever you get your podcasts.